Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody, book quiz whiz. Book number 15, chapter number nine, bookworms versus blood-sucking fake mustache defenders. The fake mustache defenders won the coin toss, so they got to go first. In the book by Andrea Beatty, said Mr. Todd, young scientist Ada Twist tries to figure out the source of a bad smell. Where does she write down her scientific thoughts? Mighty fantastic buzzed in. The Great Thinking Hall. Correct, said Mr. Todd. For the bookworms, Miss De La Cruz, what book by author Les Kessler begins with the line, Can You Keep a Secret? Sophie buzzed in. The Tale of Emily Winsnap. Correct, 10 points. Okay, Fake Mustache Defenders from Charlotte's Web by E.B. White. Please name one of the words that Charlotte the Spider spins in her web. The Mighty... Mighty buzzed it again. Terrific, radiant, some pig. That's three words, said Mr. Todd, but you are correct on all counts. Ten points. Bookworms in Muggy Maggie by Beverly Cleary. What earns Maggie the nickname for Muggy? Buzz Judy Moody. Doesn't she want to learn to write in cursive? That is correct. Ten points. The question went back and forth and back and forth for several rounds. No one got a single question wrong until the bookworms could not remember that Posada was the Mexican artist in Funny Bones of Duncan Tontua. Then the fake mustache defenders forgot Stuart Little. why Stuart Little left home in the book by E.B. White. Phew. After that, Stink said the giant peach landed on the Eiffel Tower instead of the Empire State Building. And James and the Bite on um, James and the Diet Peach by Roald Dahl. The next question. Did we read that one yet? Mm-hmm. We didn't. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I don't think we read that one yet. I, but I've heard it before. Yeah. The next question said Mr. Todd in Lola Levine is not mean by Monica Brown. What is the name of Lola Levine's soccer team? The boy on the left of Mighty buzzed in. Orange Crush. He cried. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Todd said, but the an- the red the correct answer is orange smoothies. The audience groaned. Judy's palms began to sweat. Her fake freckle, her fake freckles itched. She took a deep breath to calm herself down. In because of the of Win Dixie by Kate De De Camelo, De Camelo said Miss De La Cruz, "What is Opal's dog afraid of?" Every single bookworm buzzed in. Jessica Finch, thunderstorm, said Jessica. Another correct answer for the bookworms. Add 10 points. Woohoo! Okay, wait. If they're only 100 points, they only have to answer 15, 150 points. They only have to answer 15 points, and I think that they're well beyond that. If, they, you know, if they're like this, just keep going back and forth, and we skip some. Woohoo! yelled Webster from the crowd. Rocky called, go bookworms! The score was tied. The air was cracked with electricity. The fake mustache defenders knew that a pencil, that a pen was called a findle in a book by Andrew Clements and a boy who invents a new word. Ten more points. In the Lowrider's graphic novel by Kathy Camper, three friends, 
Lupe, El Chavo, Flapjack, and El Rio Malaria love working on cars. What kind of creatures are they? Frank buzzed in. An impala, an octopus, and a mosquito. Before they knew it, it was halftime and the score was 80-80. The teams were matched. What a game, said Amy Namy. The bookworms and the blood-sucking fake mustache defenders are neck to neck. Will the bookworms take a bite out of the bloodsuckers, or will the bloodsuckers sink their fangs into the bookworms on their way to the finish and take home the trophy? In the second half, the questions got harder. Judy's mouth felt as dry as a desert. In desert in three little javelinas, javelinas, the she took a gulp of water. She rubbed the lucky penny in her pocket and she clicked the heels of her lucky top high tops together in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl, said Mr. Todd. What happens to Violet Beauregard when she chews the gum against Willy Wonka's wishes? Buzz, she turned into a giant blueberry, said the fake mustache defenders. The audience cracked up. In Grace Lynn's novel, Where the Mountain Meets the Moon, who helps Min Lee on her journey to find the old man of the moon? A talking goldfish, said Sophie. In a, in a book by Monica Brown, what famous soccer player and the first man of the history of sports to score 1,000 goals? Pele, king of soccer, said the fake mustache defenders. In his picture book autobiography, what instrument did New Orleans jazz musician Troy Andrews find in the street when he was a boy? Buzz, stink buzzed in. A trombone. He's trombone shorty. The rapid fire questions came one after another. Two teams were st- the teams were still 140, 140 with only one question. We're tied. We're still tied at 140, 140 for, with only one to go for each item. Blood sucking fake mustached as defenders, Mr. Todd said, for 10 points and possibly the game. What is the name of the museum where Claudia Kincaid and her little brother Jamie, Jaime, Jamie or Jaime, had a sleepover? One of the fake mustache defenders buzzed in. The bookworms held their breath. The place was so quiet you could hear a pin drop and not the bowling kind of pin. The Metropolitan Muse- Museum of Art. That is correct, said Mr. Todd. Braintree Academy fans went wild. The fake mustache defenders screamed like they had just seen Pele score a goal and the Virginia Dare fans gasped. The bookworms groaned. If the bookworms got the last question wrong, fake mustache defenders would take home the trophy. Judy could hear her ears pounding, her heart pounding in her ears. Okay, bookworms, Miss De La Cruz said. For the tie, here is your next question. In a novel by Chris Grabenstein, Kyle Keeley and his cohorts get locked in an unusual library of what famous, of what famous genius whose name is a part of the book's title. Judy tried to ring in first, but Stink beat her to the buzz. Oh, no, this was the last question he messed up every time. She felt her stomach twist into a knot, and she closed her eyes. Don't don't say Mr. Monticello, she silently pleaded. She, Judy Moody, was in a sour ball mood. His name, Stink started. 20 seconds, said Mrs. De La Cruz, checking the timer. Mr. Stink stopped. He bit his lip, glancing over at Judy, but she wasn't looking at him her eyes squeezed shut and her face was all pinched like she had just eaten a lemon five seconds said mr de la cruz we need an answer a lemon stink practically popped into his head mr limoncello he said correct said mr todd 
The crowd erupted in noisy applause. Mr. J uh, Judy's eyes plopped in surprise. Go, stinkworm, she cried. You did it. Tie game. The score was even Steven, 150 to 150. The oh, bookworms. Funny. Even Steven. <laughs> yep. The bookworm shrieked and jumped up and down. The audience went wild. The blood-sucking fake mustache defender sat there, barely blinking. Amy, Namie, ace reporter, stepped on up to the microphone. The game is dead heat, ladies and gentlemen. This is a real edge-of-your-seat nail-biter. Now, will the match go to a tie-breaking round? We're moments away to having a winner. Mr. Todd and Mrs. De La Cruz experienced, explained the rules of the bonus round. Each team was to choose one player to come up to the microphone with their buzzers. The first player to buzz with the correct answer would would win the game for their team. The fake mustache defenders chose a mighty fantasticy. The bookworms chose Judy Moody. Super book quiz whiz. The pressure was on. She, Judy Moody, did not want to let the team down. Then it happened. Mr. Todd asked the question. How many staircases at Hogwarts School featured in J.K. Rowling's Potter books? J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter books. No, not Harry Potter. Owl, Dumbledore, Magic, One, Hog, Cat, Reading, Map, Bumble, Bud, Bumble, uh, Bumblehead, Broomstick. Judy flipped back through her brain. Cartwheels in cranium with like her brain speed reading the Harry Potter books looking for answers. Any answer? It was no use. Judy had no idea what the answer was, but she dove for the buzzer anyways. Mighty, fantastic, he beat her to it. Oh, scabbers, said the bookworms. We're going to lose now. It would be all Judy's fault. 132, Mighty said without a blink or a pause. Sorry, said Mr. Todd. That's incorrect. Mighty, what? The mighty, fantastic fourth grader had missed? Half the crowd shouted, Oh, no! And, and Miss De La Cruz quieted them down. Mr. Todd turned to Judy. Judy? It's 10 seconds. Do you have an answer? Judy froze. Numbers spun through her, her brain. 117, 256, 39. Her mind was a muggle. Time, said Mr. Todd. The Virginia Dare audience gro groaned. The correct answer, time. The correct answer is 142. The audience leaned forward on the edge of their seat. For the win, said Miss De La Cruz. Next question. There was still a chance. Judy Moody, super book quiz whiz to the rescue. Yipes. Judy got a case of the bookworm squirms. The bookworm shivers. The bookworm jitters. Shake it off. Fake a cough, Judy told herself. She closed her eyes and she pictured a light-up book of the quiz wizard's cup in place of honor. The glut. It's in its place of honor, the glass case in Virginia Dare School Library. Then it happened. Miss De La Cruz flipped to the next card. She looked at Judy and seemed like she was trying not to laugh when she asked the next question. What is Pippi Longstocking's full name? Pippi! Judy knew knew all things Pippi without missing a beat. She buzzed in. Pippi, uh, Pippi, her, her mind went blank. She gulped her... her Brain freeze, tap, tap, tap. She tapped her nose, she closed her eyes, she tapped a deep, she took a deep breath and then spoke clearly into the microphone. Pipilota, Delacosta, Wind Shadow Shade, Macrolamet, Ephrapon, Daughter, Longstocking. That is correct, said Miss De La Cruz. Woohoo! The bookworms jumped and whooped and hollered. High five for another one. We did it! Congratulations, bookworm, said Mr. Todd. 
The crowd erupted. A noisy applaud. Rocky whistled and Webster whooped. Mom and Dad hurried over to Judy and Stink. Great job, kids. There were hugs all around. When the excitement died down, the bookworms shook hands with the blood-sucking, fake mustache defenders. Great games, both teams agreed. We can hardly wait till next year, said the fake mustache defenders. We're coming back better than ever, said another. Get ready. There's a new kid in town. Her name is Mighty Fantastic-y, said Mighty. Yeah, but there's a new kid in town this time, and Mighty fantastic did not win. So, no offense, but, like, not intimidating. You don't get to scare us, huh? Yeah.